What? Come here. I'm here. They're not here yet. I don't know if they're around. Well, let's do a little. Let's do a little thing. Hello, Hello. everybody. It's Cheap Show. Look, we're in Los Angeles, and look, Brian's not around or Leighton. So I thought, look, all their equipment's out, and look, they've got this really cool equipment over there. It's fancy sound machine. So I thought we'd just just use it. What should we just fart? No, we can't. Do let's that. fart in the mic. Right, on the mic. A rosy, rosy button on the mic. Let's leave a dirty le- brown rosy <laughs> button on the mic. <laughs> Should we do that? Let's leave a leave an air biscuit on the mic. All right. Let's then, yeah. leave. Let's. Right. Hello, ladies and uh, gentlemen. Here's an air biscuit. Hey, or hey, I've got a whole tray of chutney biscuits. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, it's an air tray. Of, come on, come on. Oh, I'm playing air hockey with a chutney biscuit. Right. Yeah. All Ooh, right. Chutney go, 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 go. Let's do it. Let's do oh, it. Hello, no. hello. Welcome to Chief Show. It's Paul Gannon, Eli Silverman in LA doing a naughty secret episode in someone's studio who shouldn't be in here. I've got a huge double width chutney puck. So look, yeah. So whoosh, don't tell them. What I are we doing think, though? No, we'll just do the same old shit. It's fine. I've got some bits and bobs that we've had on the way. So bits and bobs. Let them, they're going to be outside planning their Paul, own can fucking I just stupid ask one podcast. Thing, though? They're fucking stupid. Oh, one thing, one yeah. thing. Don't over egg the bacon today, okay? Don't over egg the bacon. Have you got chutney biscuits? <laughs> fuck off. Don't you dare. Don't. Don't you fucking dare. Dare just what? Concentrate and let's get this done before they come back. Do what? You can't just say chutney biscuits for a bit. Oh, let's, oh, before yeah, they go. Yeah. And then I said to her. No, no, no absolutely fuck? fucking not. What? Hello? I thought you were doing your own thing no, next door. No. I thought you were no, hotboxing in here. No. You said you were just, quote, coming into the chill zone to chill a little. We're chill. We're chilling. We're chilling. Chilling. We're chilling. chilling. We're chilling. Chilling. We're, just, we're not what you're recording. You're doing that off quick. I can no, see it. It's back, my Paul, recording it's studio. God damn it. Look. All right. Ask. Okay. Yes, you've got us. Right. Fine. We thought we'd use your space because it's all fancy with your Atmos surround sound recording okay, and all okay. this stuff. Okay. Now, it's not Atmos, technically. It's a knockoff. All right. Well, either way. we Atmos. Well, it was better. invented by cows. That's why there's two O's. Anyway, look, listen. Sorry, we apologize. If you want us to go, we'll go. We just thought, I don't oh, want here. I can stay. I don't want you to go. I do want to check your audio to make sure you're not peeking because you told me you wouldn't be this loud. You promised <laughs> yeah, you me you wouldn't be this loud. you immediately start shouting. You immediately started but shouting. Why is At- your mic technique so terrible? In How my- dare fucking you? <laughs> okay. <laughs> This is the king of I can't speak anywhere near to a microphone when I'm being quiet, but when I'm loud, I'm the furthest away. See, you've made him get up now. <laughs> no, you've made it was him you. get up to peak. Oh, so it's my fault. He's because I'm boisterous. He, he's got up to peak. I've got uh, a sneaky look peaker. That. Look at that waveform. Look at that. Look at that. That's a man's waveform. Look at <laughs> that. That's a waveform of a strong man with a deep voice that can make ladies shudder in I, the panties. I'm sorry. <laughs> wow. Wow. I, I had to get up just to go uh, peek a little on the All right. corner. Well, look, listen, peek, hey, peek. Little, how about yeah. a compromise? How about we share the space and we and, and we do a podcast together, all right? Well, how about that? You know what? I'm into it. All right. Yeah. All right. And let me suggest this. And I really want to say, this is not a put on. We did not plan this out. Under no circumstances was this a bit that we no. sculpted before the show. This wasn't Definitely. contrived at all. <laughs> no, this that, wasn't contrived. No, I think there's a distinct lack of contrivance about this whole situation. Not it's audio no, verite. <laughs> well, okay. Like some Stockhausen type right. stuff, isn't it? Let's yeah. do the whole peanut butter in my chocolate, chocolate in my peanut no. butter. How about don't you, you dare correct you, me on you this? You don't have peanut butter in the UK, and <laughs> I fucking do. know that. We I live do. there. We've got plenty of peanut How dare you? We are a peanut butter and proud country. That is not true. It is. We've got Reese's. When table, I star yeah. bars, star bars, they're peanut butter snacks. I'm sorry, we pronounce the R's here in star bars. Don't put R's in the words if you're not going to say. Star a bar. That's a there Scottish we go. Star bar. Star bar. It's deep fried if it's Scottish. Hey, airplane food. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, all that said and done, welcome to Cheap Show. Roll the credits. Press the fucking credits. 
Gordon. Paul Gannon. Eli Silverman. Welcome to the Jeep Show. Sources and words and phrases. Two things I'm responsible for. Chodney. Chodney Boroff. I hate you. You're fucking evil posse. Jeep Show tonight. Hello everybody, it's Cheap Show Time, and I am Paul Gannon, and oh look, there's a camera filming us. There's a us. camera right there. There's a camera filming us. Hello everybody, I'm Paul Gannon, this is Cheap Show, and with me as always is... Eli Silverman, hi everyone. We are the Economy Comedy Podcast, where we usually go for the charity shops, bargain bins, and pound lands of Great Britain, but instead we've been going through the thrift stores, Goodwill, and Dollar Trees mm. of Los Angeles while we've been here, and we thought we'd have a bit of fun with special guests today. Idolatry. <laughs> I, you know what? As soon as he said Dollar Tree, I was like, I never put together, because we pronounce that R again, not to harp yeah. on this. I never put put together that was part of the word idolatry, but well, it definitely is. Back when Dollar Tree was actually a dollar, that's definitely how I felt about it. Yeah, yeah we have Poundlands that no longer stock things that I pound. Am I too hot? Are you too hot? I've always said that. Sorry, did you just say they no longer stock things that I pound? Well, I'm glad. <laughs> <laughs> I used to, f- yeah, no, you're right. I used to fuck their They've big stopped ba- their sex toys. You know, walkers. but that's... They did have um, a uh, discount range of uh, sex toys in our in, in our Dollar Tree equivalent. Pound no, no, really? I can't say yes. pound without thinking of sex. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. This is true. Yeah, yeah. they did. What did they have? A Give cock me some ring. examples. We did it, didn't they? A vibrating cock ring. Only ten p. It was a quid. Yeah. Quid. Everything was a quid. Okay. Wow. Uh, you could have a full orgy for a fiver. That's the great <laughs> thing about it. Uh, vibrators, little bullet vibrators. Okay. For they a had pound. Viagra knockoffs. How, how much were the the vibrators? All a pound. Okay. It all, uh, I don't I hate How to How much were the Viagra knockoffs? They were all a pound. I mean, what? I don't know what else you need me to say other than it was all a pound. Uh-huh. And what else? We had something else. Yeah, that's a British expression for when a lot of people are having sex. It's, things are all a pound in this room, right? <laughs> it's all a pounding. Yeah. <laughs> take you to Pound Town, which is not the same as Pound Land. Pound Town is where you take the ladies. Yeah, no. <laughs> all the gentlemen, if that so tickles your pa- fancy. Pound Town has a whole municipal structure that Poundland doesn't play. <laughs> it doesn't really have. Right? Yeah. They don't, I don't think they have a, a, a local a pound, government. Right, I was going to ask. Yeah, no. But they do have a mayor. I'm the mayor of Pound Town. <laughs> I don't know how you can do that way, actually, yeah. <laughs> I don't know why being in America has made you go all Bruiser and the Randy Dog. <laughs> Bruce, that's your morning show, Bruiser and the Randy Dog. <laughs> That is. We need air horns in here. Yes, badly. we do. Oh, I wish I had set up the little soundboard. Air horn. Oh, no. yeah. Who's oh yeah. Can we do? Can I do a live action soundboard every time you high five me? I'll say, Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> every time I look at the camera. Every time you look at the camera. Right. So we thought we'd do something different today because we were talking amongst ourselves and we thought what would be a lot of fun is if we did your segments for a change. And you did ours, and it's going to be shock surprise—a two-part episode. Wow! What will begin here will end on late. N- I keep wanting to say late night, but it's just late night with Brian Weck. Late night with Brian Weck. It's right. late night. It is, is it? late yes. night. Yes, oh, that's the pun. Bollocks! Late night is what you know. Jimmy <laughs> it's it's okay. Does yeah, whatever. you've only been on the show twice, Paul. I understand why you wouldn't understand <laughs> I think its name. We're all aware that my brain is a malfunctioning product that I cannot get a receipt to refill. Oh, fuck my mouth. Welcome <laughs> you to. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> welcome. Welcome How to Cheap Show. we let them introduce themselves properly? Okay. 
Go on, Leighton, introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Leighton Gray. I am the co-host of Leighton Night and why there is a Leighton in the title. Correct. My name is Brian Wecht, and I am the with Brian Wecht portion of Leighton Gray. I'm also in the <laughs> band's... What? You're the Brian Wecht portion of Leighton Gray? Yes. With... you know, Oh, you know what? That was not intentional. Um, of Leighton Night. Um, and I'm in the band's Ninja Sex Party and Starbomb, and you might know me from those. Oh, I was supposed to do Bonafides? You can. Please. Make, yeah. I make video games. Yeah, but oh, which one? Kind? Tell us. Yeah, which one did you make? Dream Daddy, a dad dating simulator, That's and also right. the new survival horror puzzle game Homebody, available now on Steam and wherever else you get your games. And yes. apparently, they're very well rated, but because we don't have fancy game consoles, we'll never play them. Well, it won't be a phone. You don't do phone stuff. Uh, Dream Daddy is on mobile, and both of those games are on Switch, so you really have no excuse. Oh, okay, okay. well then right. I'll get the other one on Switch, yeah. because, it, uh, because Dream Daddy ekes me out. I look like those dating games, they eke me out. Okay. It eeks. <laughs> eeks me that, out. Is that a... Two things you said that are meaningless there. It eats me out eek. and it eeks me out. I said eeks both times. I didn't say it eats me out. Can you look at the game developer again and tell her that her the... game eeks you out? Not the, I mean, that's no, not, not a your nice game thing specifically. The genre of dating story sim things is, is All... an eking game situation. What I'm saying, Paul, is I would not have said, if I were a guest in somebody's home and studio, and had I would not broken into this, this yeah, studio that's, that's to correct. record your show as we, we were scheduled to record. That's right. I would not look this person in the eye and you won't make eye contact them. i won't make eye contact with and you though we're both in a non-eye contact as situation. we know i do want to establish that when you express a slight criticism of somebody's work that is a direct insult to them personally it's, we americans take it very personally i would say That's it's right. indirect because even though i haven't played the game i do think the genre overall ekes me out all right Happy. okay fine whereas fine. horror games are much more my bag baby and i'll be looking forward to that <laughs> All right. Happy? Oh, did you leave your bag, baby? Here? <laughs> oh yeah. So uh You left your bag, baby, here. <laughs> Pick up your bag, baby. I'm gonna give you such a slapping. Right. Paul, uh, I am so we've never done the part one, part two thing before. And I can't think of anyone I'd rather do it with. I'm so excited that we're doing this. Well, I'm glad that you've decided to lower your standards to have us here in the first place. Well, you so are the, thank you both. The cheapest people we could get. So so people do your thing about chocolate and peanut butter. I've done that, and it didn't work. And I'd rather not go back there. Can I just ask you one thing oh, about that? When you said chocolate and peanut butter, were you setting those up as an opposition to each other? Like it's salt a phrase. And... No, it's a phrase because there's an advert, isn't there? In your states about uh, Reese's Pieces. Or yeah. So it was. there was an old uh, Reese's ad in the '80s. You know, you got your chocolate and my peanut butter. You got my your peanut butter and my chocolate. Okay. Which is right. the interesting thing to me is that it's it's a false dichotomy, right? It was set up like these things should be in opposition. When, as we all know, they aren't. And it's not like anyone was separating them, you know, at, yeah. at a distance yeah. with great effort, right? They're two kind of interesting tastes that, yes, in fact, do go very well together. Yeah. But I don't think this was a huge surprise. And everyone knew that. And that's what that was my problem organically arising from you saying chocolate and peanut butter. So what? you have a problem with me using a phrase that was known in the common parlance for an advertising brand to uh, elucidate the point of what we're doing today. That's not the only problem I have with you, Paul. <laughs> well, here, we'll run with this. In this paradigm, who's the chocolate and who's the peanut butter? Oh, I like this. Mm. I think we're the peanut butter because we're both nuts. Uh, yeah, no. I'm, weird. I'm thanks, white thanks chocolate. everybody that's been late. No. We're not. Oh, yeah. <laughs> white chocolate. We could form a band. White chocolate. Oh, I, I, I like I'm that weird. a lot. That's great. White chocolate. I don't know. It reeks of racism, be, that band name. I'm yeah, sorry. I was going to say, be very careful what yeah. you say right now. Right. So here's what I thought we'd do. Because we're swapping segments, uh -huh. how don't, why don't you give our listenership an idea of what you will do and that we will be doing today? 
in lieu of what you usually do. Oh, sure. So on uh, on our episode of Late Night, which is out now, we will be doing the segments Cheap Eats. Oh. And where, uh, do we need to tell people what they are? I no, they know what okay, Cheap Eats great, is. Right. I was actually hoping you'd tell about your segments that we'll be doing. Oh, today. oh, oh, yeah. Okay. yeah, you really fumbled the bag, See, Brian. Well, Fucking again, we didn't plan this. So, we fumbled the bag, baby. Do, do you want me to introduce <laughs> our segments? No, just tell them what you usually do. And okay. how we're Con- going, conceptually, I yeah. really don't understand what's happening <laughs> right now. He does this. It's gone mind melt already, hasn't it? <laughs> am I I suppo- what am I supposed to do, precisely? Be very specific. I would like you to specifically... Just tell me exactly what I'm supposed to do, and then I will happily do it. I will happily follow your instructions. I just but I just sh- no, he won't. Sh- sh- no, he won't. Sh- sh- Everyone, just shut up Don't for a second. Don't fall for this. Every, yeah, please, please. My house, my rules. My house, my rules. Um, just be very specific and polite. <laughs> polite. I do have to emphasize this. Polite, and I will follow your instructions. I'd like right. a kiss may- on oh, the I didn't. I, I, I'm, I'm so. <laughs> smart. I want a willy kiss. <laughs> Don't start this, Paul. Well, he said he'd do anything. <laughs> you can't even do it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, now what do you want me to do? I don't want you to do anything anymore. <laughs> Ask me. I'm also here. Yeah, yeah. Layton. Layton, why don't you please explain the usual segments that you do in your show that we'll be doing today instead. But without introducing them. Yes. Okay, great. All right, so we do two different segments on the show. We do some others, but with absolutely no regularity. The first one is called What's Poppin', where everybody gets to share a pop culture recommendation, something they've been enjoying lately, book, movie, TV, especially if it's unpopular or very old, as is often the case in Brian's picks. I am very old. And I'm unpopular. Say, describes you almost yeah. perfectly, right? <laughs> Decrepit. Uh, and our second segment, <laughs> our second segment is uh, called Peaches and Lemons, which is a three-part gratitude exercise and one-part petty grousing where we all say like a minor bummer or annoyance and then we do three really nice things. Yeah. Okay. I think grousing, that's good. I haven't used that in years. I think I've only ever seen that written down, in fact. Well, grouse is something we have in Britain. That's right. It's a game bird. Yes. Ah, yes. Pick out the the pellets of lead from this game bird. Yeah, that you used uh, shot, right? Buckshot or something to get. Mm, Yeah, yeah, poor old, like a pheasant? It's like a pheasant, but a completely different species of bird. So it's not like a pheasant then. But you can buy them and eat them, right? You can. And you know what? Every time I've seen my dad recently, he goes on about the grouse. The, the grouse season. <laughs> he's American, so obviously he 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 always big on fetishizes grouse. sort of Britishness. Even well, to this you're, day. you're I believe in 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 the UK, right? You guys, your your Looney Tunes version of duck season, wabbit season was grouse season, coney season. Yes, yes, right, yeah. Quail. That's another one. All right. You have any more random birds you'd like to just say out loud? <laughs> yeah, I do actually. Go I mean, on. If you want, Swift. That's one. That's um, okay, well, sure. Cool. Robin. Blue tit. No, it's just the way the T-shirt's hanging off my shoulders. <laughs> now we need a trombone sound effect. We're not going to have one well, of if them. If you pull my finger, I'll do the trombone <laughs> No, Tempted. Okay. Right, well, I'll tell you what then. Let's crack on and we'll do It's Poppin'. All right? How about that? What was the name of that segment again? It, it's Poppin'. I don't fucking know. Wow. <laughs> what? What's Poppin'? What's Poppin'? <laughs> Wait, aren't you guys two doing time, our... Two time get... They're doing our segments and we're okay. doing their segments. Okay. Oh, haven't you been right. briefed later? This is... Thank Did your co tell you what this was going is, on? No, no. This is exactly why I was confused and wanted explicit instructions from you, sir. I, well, this goes sir. to show that you don't listen to our podcast because this is what happens every single <laughs> week on our show. <laughs> Should I try and clear this up? Why? What have you done on the floor? <laughs> <laughs> is that the white chocolate again? Oh, there's Paul. some paper towels over there. Yeah, please. Dirty Paul. boy. Rain in the end of the pier, okay? Come on, horny dog, bring it in. <laughs> Come on. Randy dog. Randy, what dog. was the other one? Oh, dog. The, the bruiser and the randy dog. 
I like well, that. Well, I suddenly a lot. know what this week's episode's called now. Loser <laughs> and the Randy Dog. Um, um, and also Paul and Eli. Yes. We are doing a Mirror World uh, version of both of our respective podcasts. Yes. Starting with our pod, where we'll be doing Late and Night with Brian Wex. Thank you. Two main segments. Correct. They're regular segments, not their occasional What's segments. What's action you're doing? Which I find really unsettling. <laughs> I'm, I'm an expressive man, yeah? Paul. Yeah. I'm an expressive man. That's not an expression so much as a threat. <laughs> so we'll be Welcome start- to America. Yes. That's all I can say about that. Anyway, we're now doing How's a Poppin', the segment of the show. <laughs> that, that I don't know. Right, so let's get into it, right? So I thought I'd do a little intro, right, for this segment, because some people out there might not know what poppin' means. That's great. I thought, actually, I love it. before we get any further, I want to dig into mm-hmm. the very idea of popping. I don't know. I mean, first of all, I decided okay. to look up popping. So I went to dictionary.com, and apparently, mm. popping is an adjective. And when it's used well, what as was a, that word? Well, <laughs> popping. It's an adjective. We can't talk about my mouth fart noises, Adj- kind of tongue thumbs. Adjective. Well, the thing is, <sighs> I never know. When I'm not going to ask you. I'm going to have to ask you to step back while I do this introduction because it's really important. I get through this. We've got a lot I, to get. You know through. what? I, I I fully understand where you're coming from. I need you to from, step and back. All I, can, I need you to find. This is can, our show, right? Can I now. apologize first? No. Okay. I would like you to save up all the apologies for the end of the show and just give me one big one. Very well. All right. I'm very better. sorry. Otherwise, the show will be nothing but you apologizing. No, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. I looked up what popping means, and apparently, according to Dictionary.com, when used as an adjective. Poppin' is a cinnamon for awesome, popular, or fresh, especially prominent in U.S. black slang. Did you know that? Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, it's a clip form of popping, dropping the final G, a common feature of African-American vernacular English. Poppin' had taken on a meaning in black slang around the 1940s when it was referred to as a lavish and reckless use 1940s? of spending. 1940s? Okay, yeah. I didn't know Again, that. you're Sorry, interrupting I... again. I need to just step back okay. while I'm doing this. No, I look, I, I do understand... If anybody, Paul, understands what it's like to introduce a segment. All right. Well, I, I'm, I'm constantly, still going to Hold on, hold on. Just hold on. Just hold on one second. Okay. Uh, if anyone understands what it's like to introduce a segment and be constantly interrupted by one's co-host, it's me. Well, I'm so sorry. I'm going to have to. Again, this, like, this, I'm going to need the, you to back up on that. Yeah. I also okay. need you to back up on that. Get well, no, back no, no, to no. reading your shit, Thank Paul. you very much. I mean, it's weird that I'm getting more help from you than him and him. And I... Either way. I'm also here. You're yeah. not really. Um, and has not the asked usage, anybody to back off yet, by the way. The usage has somewhat survived into modern-day hip-hop music as popping pills or bottles is a common slang for doing recreational drugs and drinking recklessly as a result of having too much money to know what to do with. This is nonsense. It's what the dictionary.com <laughs> says. Now, breakout of popping's popularity, I'm just going to carry on going, as a modern term came back in 2007. In quick succession, after three major hip-hop artists charted with songs with popping in either the title or the hook Chris Brown's Poppin which reached number 15 on the Billboard charts in March 2007 Little Mama's Lip Gloss which peaked at number 16 in June Wait. Uh, 2007 uh, what does that have got to do with Poppin Big Things Poppin Do It which reached 9 in the charts in August 2007 mm-hmm. in these songs Poppin conveyed happening bustling with exciting activity mm-hmm. and extended to a kind of effortless cool Google searches for a real Brian Weck type of thing hit their all-time high in July 2007 when usage of the word poppin became popular because of these songs Uh, since then poppin has become a phrase to describe things such as new fresh 
or happening. Um, I just thought I'd do a little bit more research on the basis of this. I learned so a on, lot on, from on, that. On I basis... also learned a lot. We've been culturally appropriating I, this whole time. I, I, mean, I, I mean, I didn't want to bring that awkward moment up, but it is true. So no, it's important to know. We deserve it. I also thought not just your podcast, but I've heard the word popping around, such as you may have heard of this popping fresh. Hmm. The Pillsbury Doughboy from the Pillsbury Company that like to make cakes and pies and pastries and all those kind of yeah. lovely things. What's this segment now, about? Now, this is they more effort this. you put into your own podcast. <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah. Great. Uh, okay, now, he's been writing this down for I went to sleep. The, the Pillsbury <laughs> Doughboy uh, began in 1965 and was used in advertising campaigns right up until 2017. Really? If he touched his belly, he would go, hoo, 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 hoo. Don't like, touch me during okay, the recordings. <laughs> Don't touch me during the recordings. However, after, after a Wait, scandal... Wait, if I poke you, will you make the noise? Yeah. Ow. <laughs> so, unfortunately, uh, after 2017, he was retired due to a drink also, and did drugs. Did he die? No, there was a drink and drugs uh, scandal that happened with the Lear Pack Butter Men. Uh, you may not know that, but it was a big thing over in the UK. Are you There's also, fun? is this a funny thing? By the way, also, look, uh, I understand why you didn't poke my belly, but I think it was a cop out that you didn't poke my belly. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I'm not saying you're unjust. Here we go. <laughs> So also, You're a human uh, soundboard. There you can go. maybe Thank hear you. the phrase popping in the word popping candy, which was made by uh, heating sucrose, lactose, and corn syrup until it's hot and molten. CO2 is then bubbled through the uh, molten liquid at a pressure of 600 PSI, which is actually right. several times the pressure 600. of a champagne bottle. It was then cooled rapidly to prevent gas escaping. And as the candy uh, solidifies, eating it releases the gases when it comes into contact with the moisture in your mouth. And of course, as we mentioned before, pill popping. It's what people do when they tend to have too many drugs or they enjoy taking drugs. Mm -hmm. See the earlier mm -hmm. uh, reference to popping fresh is that and it? the Pillsbury Doughboy but no, no, no we also no. got this is this is this popping. is about where sorry if I might just interject for a yeah, moment you here can try, but I'm when, just when you keep when you going. introduce the what's so, popping segment you really do have to you have to do a bunch of, of work placing to get a it to the place you want and only about five or ten minutes in is when it really starts getting good some people if you stop it usually quite relaxing but ultimately no you tend to find that it's a gross thing that most people do Layton can you just hold off I'm trying to do a thing shut the fuck up Brian we've got Wikipedia's disambiguation list Noting that the, uh, the word yes, Poppin sorry, is no, also God. the surname of a stripper, Mary Poppin, who was a stripper Mary. in Benidorm. <laughs> her hair act involved using a ping pong ball and a member of the audience with a Dixie cup. I have no more information on that. Right. However, more recently, it has been used in the reasonably well-known podcast, Late and Night, uh, where the co-host, I forget his name, uses the phrase as a title for the show segment. And like most white people in the entertainment industry, he has co-opted the phrase... Um, <laughs> Uh, for his own means and uh, uses it to do protracted and elongated intros that everyone <laughs> tunes out of and people should have moved on from before. But now we finally, at the end of all that, get to the segment that they like to call What's Poppin'? <laughs> I was doing a pause then. I, you were doing a pause to remember. sir. Was that, all right? that was that was that was great. You've beat him at his own game. That and is that's all we got time for this week on <laughs> yes. the show. We'll great. see you next week. Yeah, the, the crucial thing on our show is to to stretch out the introduction so long that we can no longer record the rest of the episode, which I think you've yeah. We're almost think, there yeah. with that, I think. Yeah. I mean I've lost that. all the will to carry on with this now. So Brian, what did you think of the theme I mean the introduction for what's popping? I I respect the hustle. Is what I want to say about <laughs> no, this. You don't. Like I I, I appreciate that. Paul put in a lot of work, more work than other co-hosts tend to put into nice. to this podcast, 
And uh, and really, what what I like about what he did about this. So I have a couple points to say. That's great. One great is to that, hear from no, you, I thought Brian. he did. I thought he did the really research good, really, really good. well. Who has he a cited, poppin? He cited Who has a sources. He cited sources God, like dictionary.com. I thought that was really Where's good. Where's he going? He's I think he's, he's just mad. I could, okay. Wow, this is. I could do this this whole time. This I is, can just leave. Can just, <laughs> he actually left. That's amazing. No, one of the things. Wow. One of the. the oh, we, it was a oh, fake walkout. It was a fake walkout. No balls. Doing all the old gold standards. Fake walkouts have been a part of. While you're over Jeep there, make show. sure that's still recording. Something to do with Pornhub? <laughs> no, that that that's my free site. Paul's fake walkouts have been a legendary irritating aspect of our show since I, before cheap show was a thing mm-hmm. it's one of the many tropes you'll probably f- find that he that does one thing before we go into the seg- segment proper yeah. yeah did you see that popping candy he put it on his dick and he was injured apparently Wait, what? Who's he? What, what are we talking about <laughs> it was him obviously yeah no because you know unlike here in in uh the uk it's not you're not automatically circumcised. So a lot of men do have Foreskins. Do, do have the windsock in place. Yeah, um, okay, check, check, and check. Apparently yes. someone put some popping candy in there and it you know In his foreskin. Yes. Underneath the hood. Yes. Wow. And and okay. it, it did its thing. Here here in the US we'd call that popcocks. <laughs> <laughs> I almost bought some today. <laughs> do you like popping candy? No. No, I've always find it yeah. If I'm around like a child who has some and wants to give me some, I'll happily Toss it back, but have you seen these egg things? There's we've we've done covered it on a show. This is a Japanese confectionery stroke toy product where they take popping candy. You've got a damp, a damp um, candy egg, gummy egg kind of thing. It's it's damp. (laughs) Gotta love a damp damp candy. Damp candy and uh, and a little plastic, um, little plastic facsimile uh, frying pan. Uh Um, And what you do, they give you a packet of popping candy. You put it in the frying pan. Then you take out your damp egg. And you put it on top of it. Wow. <laughs> and Don't it, insult my damn peg, Eli. That's all I'm going to say. It's my then, peg, and I fashioned it. And then it makes the noise as the popping candy reacts. It, it sounds like the egg is frying oh, in the wow. little pan. That's cool. Cool. It's Very a big elaborate. thing. You see them everywhere. Yeah. I've seen at least two different sizes of, of I bet egg. we could get that here in some of the like little Tokyo. Well, yeah. I've definitely yeah. gotten that little market that's in little Tokyo. It has the, like, you mix the gelatin, and you can make your own little yes. candy. It's very much of that ilk. Do they taste good? No, but is no. it fun? Yes. Yeah. Because they are more toy than food. Well, what fucking segment were we doing anyway? Uh, okay, so the next segment on this show, Layton, no. is the... Who okay, you know what? I, so who does the popping? So if we've done the introduction and you're the guest, shouldn't you be doing the popping? But I guess we're doing the popping? You're doing the popping. You introduced right. it, so you get to pick. All right, okay. Body popping, that's a thing I used to do. I should have written so, that down, mate. So Give me five <laughs> seconds. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> the way we do it is we'll say blank, what's popping? And this is usually after a very long and protracted thing, and then Brian immediately throws it to me, right. which leaves me speechless most of the time. Right. So we're because she can't handle right. how great the introduction was Paul, usually. Yeah, but what, what's popping with us? No, I mean literally. What, what you did wrote we... it down. Remember, you wrote can it down because you said, a... "Give me that fucking pen. I'll write this down." <laughs> and then, well, and now you seem to be like, "Oh, what's popping?" Yes, but do you know what the reason was? I wrote it down as a sort of memo. There were two things. Remember, remember, there were two what... things. Remember the two things? Because you wanted to talk about that fucking thing, and I thought I'd talk oh, about that fucking thing. We've got two thing. things that are popping, popping. guys. Great. Because it's pop culture popping, Are you going right? to pop That's together? Right. Yeah. Yeah. We, pop, we often pop together. Tradi- yeah. Traditionally, you ask the guests what's popping mm-hmm. first, and seeing as we're okay, guests. Okay, well, let's do. Ladies, oh, sure. what's popping? 
What's popping for me is The Woman in Me by Britney Spears slash Ghostwriter. Oh, Oh, that's the memoir. Yeah, yeah. I just read it. It's an easy read. It's very simple. uh, And it was a nice little dive into, you know, some 2000s history. And just, boy, has that lady gone through a lot of shit. And she's an icon. What's the tone of it, though? I mean, when you when you put the book down, what's your lingering feeling about Brittany as a person? Well, I read it in one sitting. Um, it was very, very sad. Um, mm. But I did appreciate the, like, context, because I think everybody's kind of seen her post-conservatorship, like, Instagram posts. It's yeah. just a lot of her dancing and yep. weird outfits. And I feel like how much of this is Ghostwriter and how much of this is Brittany, but her saying that, like, she just wants to be silly and to be able to sexualize herself after years of other people doing it to her, like it's something that she can control. Interesting. And have fun doing. So I will choose to believe that. It was it was a nice little read. Is so, she planning on doing any more music or what, what do you think? I think she she's next? I think she's pretty done. Wow. Uh, okay. She wants to do stuff for herself. But yeah, like she goes into how crazy her schedule was when she was a teenager and oh, I like, can't even imagine. Yeah, yeah, so... Because I know this is probably nice a stupid read. question, but she's made enough money to live comfortably, right? Or, or I mean, I don't know. Well, yes, it goes into a lot of, like, the way that she was exploited through the conservatorship and how much of her money was taken from her. Like, she had a stipend of 2000 bucks a week while her wow. family members were getting paid, like, millions yeah. of dollars. Whoa. Yeah, they just, like, used her as a cash cow is Horrible. kind of what you see through the book. Um, horrible see i heard a, a thing baby hit me one more time the video was sort of do it used oh, i thought you're gonna hit him oh no, <laughs> Jack, please oh sorry brian please okay. i'll get enough of that okay, honestly yeah. <laughs> i apologize now when eli <laughs> look at me like that i have to say when eli reprimands me i take it seriously i apologize for my actions wow eli, thank I'm you sorry i find that insulting <laughs> guys Personally See, speaking, Paul, Paul, he asked us to stop. Yeah, but I don't listen to him yeah. because I know I have no respect for him. That's the fact that you have respect for him troubles me. It's because I don't know him as well as I know yes. you. Uh, yeah, I think that the imaginary line that split us as you know different podcasts. I think it has gone diagonally it's crossed away. over. Yeah, yeah. where you two, I don't know what you two are on. Eli and I were cool. We are so cool. <laughs> that is no, don't do it, don't do it. Oh, I would, I would, I'm never going to let him leave you no. hanging. That's right, a bad thing. No. Um, anyway, you were saying that that video was sort of uh, discussed as extremely exploitative and sexualized. Um, but right. then I heard she a story a that she right. had choreographed it and decided on the costumes herself. Is that true? Uh, yeah, she says she that had they a lot were, of creative input. They were gonna do uh, fuck. What's the other song that actually has the music video where she's like in space? Not uh, oops, I did it again. Toxic. It? No, that's the airplane one. Yeah, okay, <laughs> idiot. <laughs> Why can't Stupid I fucking fool. Anyway, but that was the initial concept for the Baby One More Time video. Oh. And then she was like, I want to do it in a school. You know, that was her move. But it's also, she talks a lot about how she was constantly getting accused of, you know, being a bad influence and being sexualized. Yeah. But she was just like existing. <laughs> yeah. Um, and getting like constantly shamed. And then like the breakup with Justin Timberlake and the way it was just like a six in like Kevin Federline. Like it was just the string of people using her for clout and then, you know, tossing her away. Terrible. Yeah. Would you recommend the book to people casually interested in her life? Yeah, totally. Because it's it's incredibly readable i i hoped that i would have had a cooler less mainstream thing to pop here but no but it's still fascinating because i think there's still a kind of fa- not a fake thing but it's like there's, there's the media's version of who she is yes and, and i think it does a lot to counter that because so. didn't you say we were in that bookshop on that's Sunset? what i was gonna okay. say 
We were in book book um, book soup. Book, book soup. soup, great store in uh, in Hollywood the other day, and they were selling the memoir. Oh, and yeah. this um, incredibly camp man came in and said. In a very, no, I'm not going to do the voice. I'm not going to. I'm not going to do the voice. I think that's a wise move. To be honest, he basically said, "Oh, I'm here for the the Britney uh, memoir. Of course, of course, I am. It was apparent, basically. As if why else would he walk into a bookshop? But the staff had been discussing selling it all day. It must have come out the Mm. other day. Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. yeah. Brian, yes, just out of interest, what's popping? Well, Paul, Eli, thank you for asking. I'm going to pop something this week that we were talking about earlier in the day. And uh, you didn't know, mm. but I've talked about it on the show ad nauseum, but I want to talk about it on your show. Layton, can you turn around and hand me that that top album, that vinyl right there? Oh, it's bloody rumors by Fleetwood Mac. It is not. <laughs> by the way, I might be the only person in the world. I do not like rumors by Fleetwood Mac. It does nothing for me. I'm going to pop this, show's this over. beautiful <laughs> wow. Al Jarreau album from, what is it? I want to make sure I get the right. 81, Breaking Away. So this Play is Play the camera for the love well, of I God. Was, I was looking at the date first. There it is. Break it away. Boom. Look at Al Jarreau. Al Jarreau might be might be my favorite person in the world. Like he cut to me being made aware of a million indiscretions. Um, <laughs> Canceled. Uh, Canceled. Yeah. But he he's such a great singer. He is, I think, the the prime example of so uncool. He's fucking cool Oh, uh, yeah, you hell. need to flip that album and look, show the camera the look, backside. Look at this. They said, look can at you that. do a shot where you look like you're yawning? Yeah, and then we'll do that one. Look at this fucking guy. He's so awesome. He's such a great singer. This album is like nonstop session, like magicians. It's the it's like crystalline production. Uh, it, it's I don't even know what you call it. It's not quite jazz, but it's jazz adjacent for sure. It's just like yacht rock, the pinnacle of yacht rock. Mm. I love it so much. Uh, if you had to pick one track to say, listen to this and see if you like it. Yeah. What would you recommend? I think uh, the the first track, Closer to Your Love, is my favorite for sure. I really like Roof Garden, though. Uh, that's, that's a really fun one. He does a... Uh, for all you Brubeck heads out there, he does a version of Blue Rondo a la Turk with lyrics, which are all about music, which is so such a poor choice, but it's so great. <laughs> I really I, I genuinely love this album. No, he he died a a few years back, maybe in 2017. Yeah, okay. So unfortunately, the the other, yeah, I just love this album and its follow-up, Jero, so much. This guy is kind of one of my musical heroes. Is he more of a cult hit than a mainstream? No, no, Obviously, he's not mainstream, but like, was he? He was very mainstream at the time. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He did the uh, theme song for Moonlighting, famously. Really? Yeah. Ooh. I have a question for you. Yes, There's another please. record for those who aren't on oh, look at this. the respective this is, Patreons. This is a good co-host. This is right what here. I'm not sure about. Talk to talk to door. me about the the 
influences here. So this is my upcoming smooth jazz record, which oh may be out God. already by the time I this know. episode. Is. Jesus, Trey Magnifique, Mature Situations, uh, and. Uh, honestly, design-wise, I just used this. I when I was working with a designer, I had this picture of me in a white suit, which is kind of morally similar to the mm. Algebra morally one. similar. Yeah, morally, morally similar. Mm. And I used this as a style comp to the designer I was working with, and I said I want something kind of with this general color scheme. So that's where we came up with. Yeah, we didn't want to go for this. the tear tear away. No. Uh, I think you dropped the that, ball there. Aspect. I, I didn't want to copy it exactly. No. It's the but, vibe. It's the moral vibe. Yeah. Now, have you seen the inner sleeve of this, Layden? I don't know if I have. <laughs> you know what? You've done it. You, you've done this it, wrong. You should us... have been topless on at least one of those images. That's yes. so true. Right there, with we the, go. With the, show with, us the color of the the record. Like a bunch of oh, grapes vinyl. in your mouth. The vinyl is. Oh, now that's nice. I like. Blazingly oh, white. There it is. is. Cocaine. Look at that. Like cocaine that's in a latrine on a yacht. White. Th- there it is. That's exactly right. So yeah. When's uh, that out then? That is out uh, November tenth. Oh, so you so. can get it for Thanksgiving or a Christmas present, or just for you know people just, who like music. Just for yourself, just to admire yeah. pictures of me. These are really, really great shots taken by a professional photographer. I, mean, I can easily imagine me spilling my load all over the front of that. <laughs> On a lone, the, the, cold, dark winter's night. You know, the, the upsetting part to me is I can also imagine you doing that. <laughs> we can all. We, we I can wish have, we weren't. I want us to all imagine <laughs> me ejaculating on your hard work. No, we did get a little preview of some of the tracks, and I have to say, really loved it. Yeah. Thank you. And I'm Thank not you being, so much. May I drop so a, a 30 second clip in now? <gasps> yeah, sure. Was it? And all jokes aside, get your hands on it. It's it's pretty thank fantastic. You guys. I did not. Uh, no, you thank don't you have for to. teeing that up. I appreciate it. Of course, it's what a good co-host does. That's right. We <sighs> set each other up for success. Right. So, Eli, what's popping? Mister um, In Between. Thank you. On Disney uh, Plus. Is it a Disney Plus? It is. It's hidden away on Disney Plus. Is it Star? Because in the UK, we have an elements of. Disney Plus called Star, where they put all the Fox stuff, like uh-huh. Die Hard, you can watch. Oh, on oh, very cool. Aliens Is that not the case with Disney Plus out here? I don't think you can get Die Hard or anything like that. If it's if it's not on Disney Plus, it's not part of the thing. They, I refuse to give Disney my money. Yeah. Well, this <laughs> so is do a, we, and that's why we spent 14 hours at Disneyland yesterday. <laughs> 700 pounds. My yeah. subscription to Disney Plus is, was actually gifted to me by someone who has moved to Vermont mm-hmm. and uh, forgot to cancel it. So I got that. Great. No, um, just, but, just vocalize it right now in case he's listening. No, yeah. he, no, he knows. Yeah, he so, doesn't listen. Um, Mister In Between is an Australian crime drama, oh. and the Mister In Between of the title is Ray, uh, who is a hitman, mm. who is uh, estranged from his teenage daughter's 
mother. Don't know why you're looking at me. I and, don't care. Um, <laughs> it's, uh, He's looking forward to when you have a teenage daughter you are estranged from. Uh, he And uh, it's, it is excellent. Excellent writing. There's a little bit of sort of black humour in it. Um, just a lovely balance in the writing between uh, right. black comedy and some really gnarly and well-executed sort of uh, action, you know, murder scenes and cool. stuff. Brilliant stuff and completely under the radar. And it's also a, quite a, an inspiring sort of story about the guy, this guy Ray. The guy, the actor's called Ray. And he did a little feature for No Money back in 2000, which had the same character, this hitman character, Ray. And then he struggled for years and, they got, and then he's got three, three seasons of it now. That's awesome. Yeah. Wow. wow. Good for But him. really worth checking out if you're into uh, that sort of more noirish stuff. I'm not, but cool. So, Paul, if you are. That's what's popping with me. What's popping, mate? <laughs> <laughs> I thought I'd extol the virtues of a YouTuber that we know called Stuart Millard. And he has a channel on YouTube called uh, Frantic Planet. And what I love about it is he does video essays on TV hauntology, things from the past. Mostly like British like entertainment shows. So mm-hmm. people like, I don't know if you know Michael Barrymore, nope. Bobby Davro. Nope. What? Shows like Copycats. Nope. So he talks about all of these in detail. Nope. <laughs> but the interesting thing is, like, it's, for me, that there's, there's the idea that nostalgia is great, right? The idea that nostalgia is a warm comfort blanket against the horrors of the modern world. Mm-hmm. And his channel goes to some length to say, no, there's a lot of shit back there, and here's how it doesn't fly today. Right. Like, he talks quite... Um, he talks about a show called Copycats in a recent video, which was a show about impressionists all okay. sitting in a row. And this is from when? 70s? Mid-80s. This is, okay. It used to be a 70s show called Who Do You Do? And then it changed into a show called Copycats. Mm-hmm. And it is certainly the most 80s thing you'll see in a while. Okay, but great. also, do you know the thing that I hate about impressionists were... Because they're doing the voice Watch pretty out, well. He's coming for you. <laughs> I'm coming for you. Where they their first sentence is, hello, I'm Mr. T. And then they go and do the voice, or hello, uh-huh. I'm Bruce Forsyth. Yeah. It, 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 when you see it all lined up like that, when he puts those clips together, you suddenly realise just how terrible an art form impressionism is. Yeah. Other than a tiny handful of sketches, every character is an impersonation of someone else. And only very occasionally did I not recognise who they were meant to be, which I presume is just a gap in my pop culture expertise. Two sorts of people really get up my nose. That's Jehovah's Witnesses and Double Glazing Salesmen. I say very occasionally because almost all of them begin like this. <laughs> Thank you very much, my name is Richard Dodgent. Hi, I'm Martina. Hi, Lloyd Grossman here. Hi, I'm Clint Eastwood. Hi, I'm Bill Beaumont. Hey, hello, love it. It's Audrey from Carnation Street. My name is Calamity John Rivers. Good evening, I'm Bob Monkhouse. Each impression is solely a way to tell unrelated jokes, to stop sketches from being just random blokes talking. Got a weak one-liner, instantly double its comedic power by putting it in the mouth of, say, Seth of Emmerdale Farm. How do? Hey, I'm Seth Armstrong. Because it is like me. It's like making memes. Because these days you've got AI and movies and crossovers and things. Or what if The Simpsons met Family Guy? Or yeah. impressionist shows back in the day were exactly that. It's like, what if Basil Fawlty 
met the guy who ran the cafe in French sitcom Hello Hello. You know, right, that kind right. of stuff. It's just... I was going to say, have I ever done my impression for you? No. This is my, uh, my Borat impression, except without the accent or inflection. Okay. My wife. <laughs> it's as good as any other impression. Can you do an impression, Leighton? No. Oh, who's that? It's <laughs> a good that, one. That, that's me. You should have during said our, uh, during recording our podcast. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So I just want to talk about him because I love his channel. Every time a new video comes out, I get this unnecessary kind of high where I'm like, oh yeah, I get to see it. His latest one is about the children's royal variety show performances, uh-huh. where um, for raising money for the NSPCC, which is the children's charity. I like the NSP part of that. Yeah, but it's not that no. though. It's the NSPCC, oh. which is a children's channel. They do these these do these kind of fundraisers where. Princess Margaret would sit there stony-faced while all the talents of the 80s would come on and do horrible sets. Uh-huh. And it's just cringe-inducing, like Nookie Bear, uh, a, a racist teddy bear, or Keith Orville with... Excuse me? Yeah, no, there's... He wasn't like, called Keith Orville. No, no, he's not Orville Keith, was the duck. Keith, Keith, Keith was the puppet master. Yeah, <laughs> and Orville the duck, the green duck. I don't know if you've ever heard of Orville. Anyway, look, it was I have not. Unbearable no. duck. It was little cutesy with massive cutesy eyes, and he'd go, I wish I could fly up into the sky. That's that's the hottest thing I've ever seen. (laughs) Mate, we need to dress you up in a green. I would do that uh, without. I mean, I'd just do it personally. I am really hoping that this is an extended bit where you have invented all of these. Trying to pull one over us. We would believe it 100%. That's what I kind of like about it, because we get so much American nostalgia our way to British TV that sometimes when, like when we were talking to Tim Heidecker, and he was like, some of the references in the Alan Partridge book he doesn't get. Well, it's true, and it's past tense now. But all these... When he was saying all those references in the book, he doesn't understand the names that Alan knows really well within the BBC industry. So I just think it's nice to kind of push it in the other direction and say he's a great essayist of bad 80s TV and also random VHSs. And And it's great research. And I just I think it's important to save all this stuff. And like you say, um, Paul, it was a dark time um, in Britain, 70s, especially that that particular era sort of from 75 to sort of 85 yeah um and yeah economic kind of economically yes and also you have um in terms of sort of showbiz you have the real sort of death of the old uh formats such as variety and uh racist working men's club stand up yeah yeah. and then you have the emergence of alternative Mm -hmm. and it was a real thing at the time because it's a real soup of you seeing like the Rick Mails are kind of clashing with the old right, right, old right. musical kind Hills. of guys. The yeah. Benny Hills or the Michael Barrymores. And there's this whole weird, ugly mishmash live on stage in some of these shows. Yeah, they these hate days. each other. Because, yeah, yeah, and because just totally there's lots of whiplash between one act and the next. So, yeah. I don't know. It's, it's funny stuff. He's a very funny guy, very well researched. And I just wanted to say, Stuart Millard, if you want to watch him on YouTube, I highly recommend it. Great. I love the, it. The also, also, the thing that was going on sort of culturally was there wasn't an... Um, there wasn't a lot of media for younger teenagers. Mm-hmm. Um, so they were expected to be into sort of uh, stuff that was slightly inappropriate for yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. And there was this sort of, you, we discussed this a lot, mm. the sort of pop stars were quite sexual sort of content, but it was marketed to children, uh-huh. essentially. So you'd and literally there was have this, Paula was, Abdul yeah. come on, do opposite the track, and then the Disney cast, you know, those raggedy old things and they all sing zippity doo on the stage with a bunch of Boy Scouts singing behind mm-hmm. them. Weird shit like that. It was yeah. a strange time where um, media hadn't, wasn't as as controlled and wasn't as as democratised. Is that a yeah. word? 
democ- yeah. no, I mean, yeah, democratized I think that's right. is, but yeah. what you said wasn't. There, there, there is something, and I, tell me if you guys feel this, about a probably the type of older comedian that you're you're talking about then, like a Benny Hill type, that is just immediately off-putting to me about that specific generation of specifically British, like, old guy comics, where they mm. just feel creepy. Absolutely, right? and there's so much on Stuart's channel about that, those people. Yeah, um, way, way, probably way too much. Frankly, sometimes it's kind of... Well, it, not that I recommend this, but he does one episode about a comedian called Jim Davidson, who is... Yeah, uh, creator oh, of Garfield. <laughs> I wish... Because this guy is a fucking horrible, horrible prick. So is Garfield. Yeah. Not, however, not his owner, John. John, John. John Arbuckle. Let me talk a little bit about no, John No, we're not talking Arbuckle. about fucking no, I'm, into no, okay. I'm personally up for this. All right. The, the lines of allegiance are changing. I do like that. I was just going to say, John is not a bad guy. He's just kind of a sad sack. And I do think he was put in a rough situation by having Odie dropped off at his place. And then Odie's original owner named Lyman just left, right? Just left the strip entirely. Where did Nermal so what come are you from? supposed to do? What's Nermal all about? N- Nermal, I believe, is Garfield's nephew, yeah. question mark. Who is that right? That? I forget who Nermal's owner Then why are you bringing was. him up? But he had a girlfriend. <laughs> oh, who? John. John, yeah, Liz. And then she, she she left too, yeah. John's sad. Right. John is tragic. I remember reading a Garfield strip when I was uh John is tragic, I do agree with that. Uh when I was little, ba- back in the heyday of Garfield where he is talking to Liz and he's like trying to hit on her and he says, "So Liz, is that short for Elizabeth?" And she says, "No, it's short for Lizard." But I didn't pick up that they were being ironic, and I thought for a while that character's full name was actually Lizard. Which I would be great. Yeah, yeah, I don't know why I haven't met anybody named Lizard. That's, like, valid. Yeah, I agree with that. Anyway, sorry. One, you, one thing on Garfield. Yeah. Matthew Lizard. He hates Mondays, right? <laughs> he does hate Mondays. This, He's I a can't, cat. Can't it, there's no difference between the days for him. He does fuck all every day. <laughs> this is a very good point. Anyway, um, he hates Mondays. Maybe he should just what fuck off ten... and join the Boomtown fucking rats then. How John, about that? John Davis. Ooh. And that's what's popping <laughs> <Jim>. this week. <laughs> right, what are right. we doing next? So I believe you have a segment called, was it Peaches and Lemons? Yeah. Correct. We're negative, so, so we we've, we we've swapped the ratios. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. We have far more hate in us than love, yes. so we're going to do Lemons and a Peach. Yes. I love that, actually. Fantastic. Can I please have a look at the book, please? Brian, I'm unprepared. I yeah. only wrote down one peach and one lemon. I know, Layden. It, 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 it's hard for you personally to find well, things to be unhappy about, but I, th- I, believe, <laughs> I believe in you. That's such a brutal dig, Brian. <laughs> Jesus Christ. We're going to have to ask you to leave, unfortunately, now at this point. Yeah. I don't Brian, that just shut off the fucking recording and Brian see Brian White does yeah. not respect mental health or mental Shocking. illness. No, that's true. Making can't, flippant can't jokes to his co-host. I think they're flippant awesome jokes. <laughs> If you'd like to, uh, if you'd like to uh, get in touch and complain, please email brianwecht at hate.com. Where did, where did you write down our no, lemons and you peaches? You wrote them down, Eli. Because remember the whole "give me that fucking pen" statement that you made. Can I, I gonna... can I tell a brief story? Yeah. Uh, the flipping reminded me. My so uh, po- listeners of our podcast will know I have a nine-year-old daughter named mm-hmm. Audrey, and the other day she came home and she was eating some snack. And she went, "That's flipping good," and I was like flipping huh and she goes yeah i don't like to say a bad word i know it's supposed to be friggin <laughs> that, i thought it, was it could have been cute. much worse than at the end to be uh, fair oh 100 percent. i just like in her ver- in her what little would you brain, do if she said the c word <laughs> well here in, in, in like america she called you that 
Oh, I, I'd have to give her a high five because she'd be dead, <laughs> dead, dead on, honestly. Yeah. Fair I'd be enough. very perceptive. Yeah, okay. Beyond her years, yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, then. Let's hand out the peaches and lemons first. So, Layton, go ahead. What have you got for us? Oh. Well, which one do you want us to do first? Yeah. Oh, uh, give us a peach. You don't have to do three lemons. Give us a peach and a lemon. Okay. My peach involves you. Uh, the other day, well, first of all, I get to meet both of you in person for the first time. This is the peach, right? <laughs> of course it's the peach, but more okay. importantly, if it makes you feel better, this is mostly a way for me to talk about it. We got to meet Tim Heidecker. Oh, yeah, we did. Yeah. Thanks to you guys. Yeah. yeah. He's in this very room. Ever so in this very myself. chair. That's right. Get his butt where your butt here. is. Yeah. yeah, I know. That's never getting washed, that chair. <laughs> no. Just yeah. so you know. Who washes chairs? I mean, I, I I have a I have a private chair guy that comes in <laughs> and does them usually. But you just lock him in here. He gets an hour, no questions yeah, asked. That's right. Just yeah. you know, takes care of it. Yes. Anyway, yeah, that was that's my uh, one peach. Okay, no good peach. Now we have to change your peach. If we're a peach, you're the stone. Uh, I just thought uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the soft flesh. Mm. Did mm. you say soft flesh? Yes. Because because of the droop. <laughs> Damn, <laughs> that's stone Come fruit on, humor dude. for y'all. <laughs> Come the on. bruiser <laughs> and the randy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Love bruiser and the randy dog. I really like that. Yeah, me too. <laughs> okay, so what, uh, uh, we have a dual peach, uh, which is also a, a neologism that we've coined. Oh dear! Tell me revolt. Parklets. Yes, we we like parklets. What is a parklet? Well, Eli will explain what a parklet is. A parklet is what also is known as a pocket park. Okay. Or a small park. Mm-hmm. Uh, loads of them in London. And I, I'm... Oh, yeah. I really am... Um, a prick. Thinking of <laughs> doing some kind of... I don't know what format it would be. Some kind of maybe a YouTube series or something. Mm. Uh, the Parklets of London. That's a great idea. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Parklets of London. Also one of, of the London. poshest families, yeah. <laughs> Um, because it is, they are delightful, um, and we did find one when we went on a pilgrimage out here uh, the other day—a really long walk up Sunset uh, to find the Winky Billboard, mm-hmm. which um, we've gone into many, many times before. We need not do it here, but if you want to know what Winky is, episode one eight one, and then the one we did last week or so, which is an update of that. But anyway, whatever. whatever. And we did find the Winky Billboard, but just before it, there was a parklet hmm. uh, off Sunset. Um, this is by the Sunset Strip, right? Over there, yeah. Yeah, but right at the uh, the posh end, at the top. top. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it was a, a, a lovely little park, but unfortunately, like, you, you find it utterly dominated by the dog bit, oh, um, yeah. which yeah. was full of ugly brown mulch or whatever that stuff is to oh, absorb yeah. the dog poo smells. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it looks bad, tastes think, worse. I'm yes. trying to think of where that is. Like, do you know what they're talking about? I do about? not, no. Okay, There's great. a little kind of historic house apparently just behind it, but uh, it doesn't matter. It's sort of down from the road. It's down the hill. That could be down. most places in Los Angeles, It's not the fair. one by the... No, I'm thinking of Los Angeles. Not by the library. That's a no. different place. Yeah. But is it something that you, there is a lot of? Because I, I was... I was like, you don't see a lot. Little small park. Yes, I I really think there are, and you don't know about them unless you're kind of in the neighborhood. And the ones that are most rare are the ones like without play structures for kids. Every once in a while, you get like a teeny tiny one that doesn't have a play structure. It's just a green area without, you know, with a bench or a little pond. Those would be my favorite. Yeah, those are the best ones. Yeah, 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 those do exist around, but they're you know they're harder to find. Fair enough. Angel's Flight is the first. Does Angel's Flight count? I wouldn't call that a park, no. Does it have stairs on it? 
It's a, I mean, it's a funicular. It's the world's shortest railway. Ah, oh. yeah, it's downtown. Oh, we should have done that. It's so, very well, cool, but I wouldn't time. call that a park proper. I right? mean, there's like, well, they shot uh, what is it? The scene from Five Hundred Days of Summer up there in the little park area. Oh, at the top. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That there's you know, a parklet that, at the top of the funicular. That's fair. Yeah. I, but there's, yeah. Okay. I'd call that a park. It's like a concrete yeah. park. Yeah, because I mean that rail—it's useless. I don't, know like, yes. I don't think a park should have any concrete in it. It should be a mainly grass-based area mm. for it to be a park. That's just my opinion. If you disagree, I can only apologise. Anyway, <laughs> our our peaches parklets and uh, listen up, urban planners. More more small parks You're on notice. But yeah. Should we move to the lemons? Let's move on to the lemons. I don't need a peach. It's fine. Oh, no, well, no, please. Oh, come on. Please. Oh, I can't. No, I'm, so, I'm going to get you that, album out again. Oh, yeah, uh, that's me peach. My, my, it looks like a peach. I, I would never do that. My peach is my upcoming smooth jazz album, oh, Trey right, Magnifique, <laughs> Mature <laughs> Situations, which comes out on November 10th. 10th. It's an it's an independent uh, record release, so I would appreciate uh, any any support that people might care to give. Can you make give. sure the second album is called uh, Soft Flesh or something? Soft Flesh. Whatever you call the, the peach. It's, it's so genre appropriate. That's peach what I meat. like about it. Yeah, peach, peach meat actually meat. is pretty great. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Also, yeah, then the to record me. could be like you know a pe- peach pit. In yeah, the I like that a lot. And yeah, make it like a nice peach great. color. Yeah, from a distance, it looks like a bum hole. That's perfect. For yeah, you. yes. The track butt stuff, tasteful yeah. butt stuff, tasteful butt mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can only apologize for what oh. I just did. Come on, but Paul. also I like that you said a word that has never been upper, uh, uttered on our podcast before: bumhole. Really? I, I mean, so we've said true. butthole, but not. No and we, and, and Layton, what is the preferred pronunciation of butthole? Oh, basole. Correct. <laughs> you dilettantes. Yeah, <laughs> basole. Um, I'm dropping one of these lemons. Do it. Yeah, do it. <laughs> Which one were you dropping? Because things went better than he anticipated. Yes. Yeah. I thought we were going to have nothing, but I mean, we do. Still. Let's not even mention the name of it because it's gone forever. Point on it. Yeah, let's drop that. Okay, so our first one, <laughs> our first lemon yeah. is uh, unnecessary shouting. Take it away, Paul. Yeah, I don't like it when people shout at me for no reason. It happens a lot. That's it. Oh. People shouted at me a lot at Disney yesterday, and I don't know what I did wrong. I really want to get into the story. Is this? Do you, uh, should we save this for part two? I would. That's what I was thinking. I think we should do, make it a cliffhanger right. for part two because this is a two. great story. Yeah, I want to oh. say great, traumatizing with a dash of depression. Yeah. All right, we'll go I then. It was funny. We'll go then to our one last remaining lemon. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. And that is Chummy Copy. Oh, we fucking uh, hate Chummy Copy. Now I don't know who if is this... he. He's an old jazz artist from about <laughs> 1976, I think. <laughs> I, uh, I don't know if this is something that you guys uh, have experienced out here. but I guarantee in, they will. Yes. In recent years, food packaging and other kinds of packaging for, for um, cosmetics and... Uh, it's mostly know, food though, right? It's, it's leaching into other things. Mm-hmm. It has adopted a comedic and ingratiating... Yeah. And sort of... Like um, overly familiar. Familiar. Right. Chummy. Yes. Yes. Chummy. Chum- That's yes. the word chummy. Yes. Fucking Got chummy. It. Chummy in, in uh, Brit speak has a, has a real connotation. Isn't he chummy? Yeah. yeah, yeah what yeah. a chummy man. Here we call that chuggy. Oh, chuggy. No, we don't. Nah. <laughs> what is chuggy? Chuggy is like da- dated hard to the 2010s, like early 2010s. Yes, yeah, but right. I still I, the definition of what, what, does, what does it mean? mean? What does it mean, though? Uh, it's such a broad term, but like imagine... Uh, Use it in context. What's I the think... most chuggy thing in this room? Me. 
Uh, <laughs> oh, it's good. I, then. I can't it's believe she's good. Okay. good. I, here we so go. So it means cool. Okay. I edgy. can't. Paul, I, shut up. I, let her speak. Yeah. Oh, dang I, you. The, a woman is talking. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. Okay. Um, please. I can't believe she's wearing Uggs and leggings. It's so fucking chuggy. But that yeah. that sounds pejorative. The way you say it. It's always pejorative. Oh, I thought it was. It's not like, man, that's hella chuggy. Really cool. Uh-huh. It's not. No. So it's... it means a bit um, basic. Is it related? Bas- to- basic would be appropriate, I think. Mid? Mid's close. I don't like old men using young people's hey, terms. Hey, don't be so upset. mid. Yeah. No, no cap, Basti. That's yeah. bussin'. Oh. Don't get chuggy with me, mate. <laughs> don't get chuggy with me, <laughs> What? I told you. You know what, Grandad? Feel free to just dispatch chuggy for whatever you want it to mean. All right. People will love it. It's a fun word to say. I like saying chuggy, it. Chuggy, yeah. It's, it's like a, a, a train. Chuggy, 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 chuggy. <laughs> chuggy and the blowfish. Yeah. Uh, pardon me, boy. Is that the chugga chuggy choo-choo? <laughs> I love that that went off the rails. <laughs> Pun intended. Yeah. No, but their um, chummy copy is a real problem. Uh, in, I and there's, uh, you, I know, I've seen, you've seen, they have it out here. Yeah. Uh, Oatly oat milk. Oh, the number one chummy copy yes, felon. I agree with this. Uh, you know, it's obviously it's early in the morning usually when you've got the milk carton on the on the on the uh, the breakfast bar or what have you, and you know you're just trying to wake up, and the fucking packaging is going on at you. <laughs> oh look, and talking about people in their fucking office and what they've done and how crazy they are, and it's like fuck off. Yeah, I won't, I actually avoid products like that. Chummy products. There's also that whole like advertising this. thing as well, where it's like in Sainsbury's, they had like recipes for certain things you could buy with stock you bought from Sainsbury's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like old Pete's cuddly lasagna, oh, yeah. warm yeah, Sunday yeah, yeah. kisses, and you think, fuck <laughs> off. Can, can I tell you who the number one offender for this in in this country is? Trader fucking Joe's. Oh. Yes. Where if I see another salsa called like Trader Jose's Muy Bien Salsa or whatever, it's like, what are we doing? It's like borderline racist and more than that just not funny i i will say as a woman who used cosmetics and skincare i think that is the worst version of it because it does it incorporates a bunch of words that you guys just used of just like hey there super superstar it's me your bestie and i'm here to help you look and feel your best yeah like it's it's, so demeaning right it's fucking lotion (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it's funny you bring up the racism thing because we've had an issue with this uh, brand of. I know. Um, famously, your podcast has had several incidents. That's right. well, that, they are still in contention yeah, yeah. Now, until yeah. the law case goes through. We yeah, can't yeah, speak yeah. about that. There's so. a brand of cup noodle uh, in Britain called Kabuto, uh-huh. and it is cunt. They are, they are, they're guilty of charmy copy, but it's uh-huh. also. Uh, racist chime me copy because yeah. it's like they have you can almost hear the racist stereotypical yeah, yeah, Asian yeah, voice yeah. going on as you read they it. have yeah, Asian yeah. you know they're Asian yeah, flavours yeah. Asian inspired flavours yeah. and they'll, they'll say things like oh find inner peace with the you know oh, the yeah, samurai yeah. and like oh Buddha yeah. oh yeah yeah yes because samurai were famous for their instant cut noodle yeah. uh, meals <laughs> right so, so down with chummy copy down right. with chummy copy down with chummy copy down stop it now down with it and I believe down with lemons and peaches. And that's that segment done, I think. Uh, we didn't really get to do our lemons, did we? Oh, do you want Yeah, to... we did. Yeah. Didn't you? Hey. Oh, do it no. then. Lemon. When life Lation. gives you lemons, give them Leighton's yeah. lemons. All right. I don't have three. I have my one. No, one's fine. We're just okay. bitter old farts. Yeah, yeah. No, but I do want to utilize that at some point. We should do a three lemon, one peach. I think that's good for us. Yep. Just, just every once in a while. Bizarro yeah. peaches and yeah. lemons. Yeah. 
Um, my we lemon... call them leeches and plemons. Ooh. It's a and picture we... of leeches and a picture of Jesse Plemons. Oh, Jesse Plemons is great though. Uh, yeah, my lemon today is that I'm just sick of charging things. Mm. Like I feel like I'm oh, always yeah. charging like phone, switch, laptop, iPad, whatever, like AirPods. Like this is such a yeah. nothing problem. It's just like with the thing that you want to use is not charged, but everything else is charged. Yeah, no, but that's valid because it's like you're living under like a, in the back of your head. There's like a time bomb yes, going off correct. With, with your phone management. It's or constant the job. anxiety. That's yeah, right. Like you had that all yesterday with the phone. When we were at Disney, I. I flew too close to the sun in terms of phone use earlier in the day. In like, the country, that usually means you've shot your pants. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I did that too. Oh, yeah. I didn't like to bring it up. But, uh, you know, normally when I go to Disney, I'm there with a child and we leave relatively early. I had was looking at my phone. I thought it was fine. And then forgot that I was there only with adults and we would be leaving late at night. And I was like, you know, when I burned through 50% of my phone in three hours, I was like, uh-oh. So, but I, much like the miracle in the temple... Uh, the phone that I thought would last for one hour lasted for eight. So you've literally and turned your phone problem into the story of Hanukkah. That's right. Yeah, no, yeah, fine. I think that it. I think that's fair. Uh, and I was listening to Midnight Oil at the same time, so it was it was appropriate. But uh, sorry, Layton, you were speaking, and I don't like to interrupt you. I think I was done. Okay, great. Uh, can I say I absolutely agree? And it's almost like you know all of these apps, these social media things are sort of designed to give you this low-level anxiety, FOMO, whatever, you, you know, um, that you keep want to check and you keep getting notified. Yeah. And it's just basically the other side of that. Mm-hmm. Your phone is, you know, it's, you have to you have to feed it juice all the time, you know. So it's yeah. all this piping <laughs> hand motion <laughs> stuff. I'm feeding my so, phone. Do you, do you, do I you actually feed... think it would be way more fun if charging was more of an involved process. Yeah, if you had a real, like, Cronenberg-type cable that you oh had to, God, like, squish yeah. into your phone. And it's, like, made of flesh. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I've like seen that. Yeah. You can yeah. buy that online. There's a guy who's made a charging cable that you put onto your phone to your computer USB, and it looks like a fleshy umbilical cord. Oh, my God. And when you attach it yes. to your phone or whatever, it kind of pulses. So yeah. it looks like it's okay. drawing things in. But, or you could put it a little bonnet and a little milk bottle with yeah, a battery and go, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then put the bat- phone on your shoulder and burp it. And lots of Twitter yeah. comes out on yeah. your shoulder or something. <laughs> lots of Twitter lots comes out. Lots of Twitter out. comes yeah. out on your shoulder. I don't know. Uh, sorry, what? Lots of what comes out? Twitter comes out. I don't know what that is. I don't know what that oh, is. you're talking either. about X. No, it's Twitter. Oh, X. Yes, now I understand. No, it's Twitter. No. All the Twitter came out. I've been doing my annual, like, going into seasonal affective disorder, Breaking Bad rewatch. That's just kind of my transitional media. Mm. But, like, I was, you know, there's a scene where they're in bed and they have their flip phones next to them on their nightstand, not plugged in. And I miss having a flip phone where it's like, yep. I'm going to charge this every, like, three days or something oh, and it's fantastic. fine. Those were the Indeed. days. My Nokia N20 would last for years. Yeah. I think it's still fully charged. I think, it, I, think yeah. I could probably still use it if I got out of a box right now. Yeah, true. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. And what, what is going to happen with all of that, you wonder, you know? Mm, to think. And also... <laughs> mm, you're right. <laughs> Have you got 11 for us then? I do. Uh, it, it's related to you guys. Uh, so when I was setting up this gear yeah. earlier today, I was walking from that part of the garage to this part of the garage, and I tripped over this thing, and I landed on my toe, and I heard a crack. And it's fine. It's fine. I've been monitoring it. But I... I was just like, I had this momentary thing where I was like, that was not a good sound. Seems like it's fine. I take, all, uh, 
taked. I took off my shoe to really get in there and inspect my foot, which I like to do every so often this is anyway. Fucking hot. Yeah, uh, go on. Yeah. So I was I was in there. Hands above the table, Paul. <laughs> I, I, I I untied my shoe and I, I, I removed it. And then I slowly took off my sock and I started really fingering my toe oh, to really get in there and check that mm-hmm. it was the big toe that, that I thought I heard the crack from. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I started really getting it like massaging the sides of the toe with my fingers just slowly. First I used my thumb and mm-hmm. forefinger and then I used my thumb and middle finger and mm-hmm. I was like squeezing up and down the toe, really getting to the base of the toe. When I got to the base of the toe, I kind of made my, my uh, oh. thumb and middle finger into a little circle and I started mm-hmm. kind of twisting it yeah, yeah, around yeah. the base of the toe and then I ran <laughs> that yeah. up and down the toe very very yeah. slowly and when I got to the middle of the toe I'd squeeze it Fuck a little it. bit just uh-huh. to check to see if that middle knuckle mm-hmm. that middle knuckle was where the pain mm-hmm. was but then I got to the tip of the toe oh, yeah, and the and tip. I really got I was I was checking now running my th- finger slowly over slowly over the ridge of the nail slowly over the ridge of the nail and then back down and I'm glad to report that my toe feels basically fine now but I am limping a little bit Look so that's my why <laughs> <laughs> Wow. He's drenched where his hands were. That's Listeners, amazing. I know you can't see this, <laughs> but here they are. On the it's drenched. Yeah. I've turned your table into a hyper-global t-shirt from the yeah. 90s. You sweaty-palmed oh, pervert. He was doing it on purpose. He was leading me on. I was doing no such thing, sir. <laughs> I you had come uh, to bed toes. The very idea, to use a phrase of yours. So just to sum up, hurting your toe is your lemon. That's right. Okay. And I've come next. <laughs> <laughs> well, if anybody's still listening... Oh, they'll still be listening. Oh, they, I think more people. They, I think t- more they people, tuned in just They can't do it with the podcast, but somehow more people tuned in while I was doing it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the idea of osmosis. They're driving somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> this fucking thing works. sex. Great. <laughs> right. Is that the segment done? Are we all done? Are we all yes, spent? Yes, we're, we're all done. Yeah. In that uh, case, you're I, spent. <laughs> I, well, more than I would care. To, I mean, I'm going to need to have a change. Yeah. So let's end this episode so I can wash my pants with a Brillo pad and a hot tap. And we will say goodbye for now. But before we do, why don't we let Leighton and Brian give them all the details that they can about their projects and how you can find them online. Please begin, Leighton, now. Ha! Huh. Uh, all right, so you should listen to Late Night with Brian Wecht, where the second part of this episode mm-hmm. will be... Uh, up at the same time, up on the same day. Yeah, yeah. you can go to LeightonNight.com, yep. right? You can we, go to, we still pay for that? That uh, I think so. That's actually a good question. I, I hope believe so. That. You, you can definitely go to Patreon.com slash LeightonNight. Do you have yes. the podcast there? You can find the podcast wherever you get podcasts or get podcast audio. Uh, Leighton, do you want to talk about Homebody? Uh, I co-wrote a horror game uh, with my friend Jory, who worked with me on Dream Daddy. Uh, it's called Bad Guy. Bad Guy. Uh, it's called Homebody. It's out now Good on writer. Steam, Switch, Xbox, PlayStation, and until November 3rd, question mark, uh, it will be on sale for 50% off on Steam. Ooh, yeah. I'm getting the plain home, so maybe I'll get it for oh, my you should. I genuinely yeah. think hey, I'm going to get it for yeah. my Because that fucking goose game's doing my head in. So, uh, well, thank you. And uh, online Twitter, or X. Are we doing Ah, fuck X. Yeah. Uh, you can find X. us at Late Night. One word on Twitter and uh, late what? underscore on, on, what? on Twitter. I'm sorry. What are you what? sorry? What are you talking about? I'm talking about the I don't website. Know, you said something that didn't sound familiar. I'm talking about the, the website Twitter, the app Twitter. I don't know. Mastodon. So it's, a, it's a small social media LinkedIn? app. Blue Sky. Blue Sky. That's threads. right. Threads. Yeah. Oh, Threads. My favorite social media platform. Are we on yes. TikTok now? We are on TikTok. You can find us at I think late. Oh, I <laughs> love it. Doesn't know. On TikTok. I really don't know. I forgot. And I like and that I, I had to it. ask if we had a TikTok. Yes, we do have a TikTok. Okay. Uh, and you can find us late in underscore night on Instagram, and also listen to Mature Situations, the smooth jazz album coming out. 
November 10th. Look under Trey Magnifique, and that's with a hard G, Magnifique. It's not pronounced like the French. Trey Magnifique, T-R-E-Y-M-A-G-N-I-F-I-Q-E. And unfortunately, it is a very good album, so I have to recommend it strongly. Lovely stuff, which I hate to admit, but it's true. Uh, With us, it is thecheapshow.co.uk. It's your one-stop shop for everything Cheap Show. Our links to the Patreon are there. Live tickets for the Cheerful Earful podcast that's happening in November. Actually, that might be done by now. Scratch that. Thecheapshow.co.uk for everything. It's your one-stop shop. Everything is there. Go also, there. Also, I've got a show on Soho Radio uh, every two weeks, the House of Pickles Sound Show. <laughs> That's so great. Uh, and it's uh, a music show with a little bit of chat and uh, a lot of film chat, actually. Uh, uh, funk, soul, boogie, uh, that kind of thing. Uh, Disco. And you can find it on the Soho Radio website. Disco. Absolutely. Good. Yeah. And that's all for now. Join us next week on Cheap Show, where more i think next week's our tim heidecker episode however Mm. part two of this delightful discussion is happening right now your ears are just waiting for them go get it see you next week bye everyone bye bye Bye. Bye. Bye.